From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, July 17th. I'm Marco Werman. People in Yemen are starting to resent U.S. influence there. The U.S. ambassador's rhetoric isn't popular either. One thing that he's very well known for is referring to the Yemeni government as we, which certainly leaves many people here unhappy. And later, the bright side of security problems ahead of the London Olympics. I would be uh, happier if I were an athlete or a spectator that they'd brought in 3,500 more military people and not using rent-a-guards, which is what they were trying to get. PRI's The World is made possible in part by the Medtronic Foundation, supporting the work of Partners in Health, an organization dedicated to bringing quality health care to the world's poorest people and communities. Learn how to help at PIH.org. And by WGBH, producer of Market Warriors. Don't miss Market Warriors Monday night at 9, 8 central on PBS. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Of all the Arab Spring uprisings, the one in Yemen is the only one to have ended with a negotiated solution. The country's longtime dictator, Ali Abdullah Saleh, was persuaded to step aside, ceding power to his deputy. That's prompted many to consider a so-called Yemen scenario for Syria. But the reality on the ground in Yemen is still complicated. There are complaints from Islamists that they're being kept out of the country's nascent political dialogue. And some in Yemen aren't happy about what they call American interference there. The United States has taken a hands-on role in Yemen, pumping in millions of dollars in humanitarian aid and ramping up military assistance for the government's ongoing fight against al-Qaeda. Many in Yemen are grateful for American help, but the BBC's Natalia Antalava, who's in Yemen this week, has also found growing resentment and suspicion of the United States. Natalia joins us from the Yemeni capital, Sana'a. Natalia, who precisely is unhappy with the U.S.? Well, I haven't spoken to many people who are happy with the United States. And I think a lot of the anger is uh, focused on the fact that America has been fighting a war that probably many Americans back home aren't very aware of. They have been using drones against al-Qaeda militants in the south of the country, but these drones have been killing many civilians. And interestingly, a lot of the anger against the U.S. is directed at Gerald Feinstein, the U.S. ambassador here, whose role here is seen by many as a little too prominent for a diplomat. I mean, one thing that he's very well known for is referring to the Yemeni government as we, which certainly leaves many people here unhappy. He's also seen as being very close to certain politicians in the Yemeni government for being too heavy-handed, too involved. What about Firestein's actions are heavy-handed specifically? For example, he recently appeared on Yemeni television and said we will not allow the release of an imprisoned journalist, Abdel Shai, who the U.S. believes is linked to al-Qaeda, but who is known here for exposing the killing of 35 women and children in a U.S. drone strike. So it's that sort of language that certainly doesn't go down well here. Now, there have been some articles making the rounds about uh, Gerald Firestein, and one of them actually suggests that uh, he's personally drawing up the target list for U.S. drone strikes. Do, do Yemenis believe that? And what's to support that? 
Yemenis certainly believe it. Uh, there is no evidence to support it at all. At least I don't have any, but certainly Yemenis that I'm talking to believe it. There have been actually leaked documents about him suggesting personnel changes at the interior ministry, for example. Whether they stand up or not is another matter. But, you know, Yemenis do believe that his involvement is that heavy handed. Now, you've been covering the humanitarian crisis in uh, Yemen, Natalia. The, the ambassador, Firestein, uh, has been quoted as saying that the U.S. is contributing $175 million to providing food, supporting a national dialogue in elections, helping rebuild uh, the south of the country and helping displace people in the north. That would seem to be a pretty good strategy to win hearts and minds. Is it working? Well, I think the money that the U.S. is spending on the humanitarian effort is nothing compared to what it's spending on military, on the strikes, on training the Yemeni army. And many people believe a lot of that money goes into the pockets of corrupt officials here. So the U.S. is certainly not winning hearts and minds in Yemen right now. In fact, I've heard reports...